Let us be attentive. Make your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and another man is building upon it. Let each man take care how he builds upon it, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work which any man has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy, and that temple you are. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory we to you. At that time, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was many furlongs distant from the land, beaten by the waves. For the wind was against them, and in the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. But immediately he spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, have no fear. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, O oh, man of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they entered the boat, the wind ceased. 
And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. And when they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. One of my earliest memories of my life was around the age of four. And it was on a, a summer day. And from what I remember during the day, it was a beautiful day. But it also had kind of an eeriness to it. And I think for those of us who've grown up in Minnesota, we kind of understand that weather can sometimes change or there can be elements in the weather that can be somewhat ominous that something might happen. And I remember that I was looking out the back storm door and my mom had raised it up a little bit and she was also running through the house opening up windows and she was opening up things by a little bit of crack throughout the house. And I looked out, continued to look out that, that metal storm door feeling that warm breeze coming into my face as I could barely just get up to the edge of it. And the rain started coming, and the sky looked very, very different, very, very green. And then the hail started to come that I could see, and all of a sudden I heard a siren go off. And it was at that same moment that my mom grabbed me, my brother and sister, and raced downstairs underneath the pool table. And for you young people, you have to understand, we had three TV stations, we had no weather radar, we had no internet, we had no idea what was coming weather-wise, and we were sitting underneath the pool table with our transistor radio in between the static trying to figure out what exactly was going on. And I remember the three of us huddled underneath my mom with looks of fear in our face. And she just looked at us and said, don't be afraid, God is with us. We didn't know what was gonna happen. We didn't know if the situation was gonna turn out good, bad, what was exactly going on outside of the house. But the next day, when we found out and had the news on, we realized that two F4 tornadoes had hit, one in Fridley, the other in Golden Valley, and then across Fridley. And to this date, they're the worst tornadoes that have ever hit in the Twin Cities. And I think from that point on in my life, and as I've gone through all of my other experiences, I realize how unexpected things can change, not only weather-wise, but also in your life, in your experiences, in your jobs, and in your family. 
And in today's gospel, I think the reason it's so beautiful and, and so precious is because you can kind of sense the reality of, of the apostles and their humanity. Here they just came off of one of Christ's greatest miracles, the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. And I'm sure they, they kind of have a little bit of swagger as they get into the boat and they're talking to each other about how he did this and, and where did we get all the extra and, and you know now he's gone and he's up in the mountains and they're probably having a great conversation as they're in the boat. And then all of a sudden everything changes and the storm develops and the winds come and they're hanging on for their lives. And it's not just for a short period of time, but it basically says from evening until the fourth watch. So basically from the evening until early dawn, they're dealing with this storm. And I can only imagine the fear that was in them during that period of time. And then on top of it, just as they're dealing with all this and all of the thoughts that are in their heads and all of the things that they're imagining, all of a sudden, Christ now appears. And the terror that's there and how they're gonna deal with this situation and why did he leave them? And now, is this really him or not? And what are his words? It is I, fear not. Our lives are filled with a lot of anxiety, especially today. When I look out at you and I see masks, I don't see smiles, I don't see the friendly faces that I normally see. We're living in anxiety, we're living in fear, we're living in uncertainty, and all of this is weighing on us. And what happens many times with all of us, because I know I do it myself all the time, is your mind runs away with you. You start to think of all of these different things and all of these different scenarios, and all of a sudden you feel that you're out of control. And honestly, I think that God puts all of these experiences into our lives to bring us back, to make us realize that there are certain things that we have no control over, whether it's the weather, whether it's our health, whether it's our finances, it's ultimately in his hands. And what he does is he exposes us. He reveals that we are not capable of dealing with many things, even though we think that we are. And in that way, it brings us back to him, or at least it should bring us back to him. And that's what we saw with the disciples. As soon as Peter heard Christ's voice, what did he want to do? He wanted to be with him. In that time when they were in the boat, Christ wasn't with them. On the other time when they were in the boat, he was with them. Now they were exposed. They were alone. And when Peter heard Christ's voice, all he wanted to do was be with him. And what did Christ say to him? Come. He wanted him. He wanted him to be with him. In our present time right now, Christ is saying the same thing. Come, be with me. But we have to make the effort. We have to reach out. We have to keep him in the forefront. And it's very difficult sometimes when times are good to remember Christ, to remember to thank him, 
and to remember to always be present with our Lord. It's times like this where we do that, but we have to continue to do that. And when we look at our life, and I look at my life, there have been so many storms, many, many storms. Not rainstorms, but storms internally, storms spiritually, storms that I've had to overcome and passions and temptations that I still deal with. They're not going to go away. And that's the other message of the gospel is that even though many times we want these things to go away, we want these things to pass, they may not. Things may not be good. They may not get better. But we have to live with them, and we have to live with them in the context of our lives in this world. Brothers and sisters in Christ, there are many, many things that are going to come along. Economic disasters, health issues, health crises, calamities that we can't even expect, other diseases, other viruses, this and that. Do not fear. Please do not fear. Christ has overcome all of it. Evil has overcome good. Darkness is taken over by light, and death has been taken over by Christ's resurrection. We have nothing to fear as long as we stay focused, as long as we stay centered on Christ. It's when we deviate, when we get distracted, when we wander away, that the devil then allows our minds to wander and our anxiety to build. Christ is victorious over everything. And as long as we are united to him, there is nothing that can harm us. Amen.